Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connecting from at this moment. I welcome everyone to another session of the Inspired by the Word Global Time of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves at Brethren. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Marka, for the opportunity to take this session of intercessory prayer. God bless you, Ma. Esteemed family, right now, we'll be praying for the security agencies and military bodies and personnel of nations of the world. Today, we are interceding specially for military and security personnel who are in the forefront of conflict areas. Esteemed family, we're going to be praying that these men and these women whose lives are endangered every day, primarily because they are based in conflict areas and war zones, we're going to insist today that they are protected by the spirit of God himself. We're gonna decree and declare that the identities of these men and women are not profited and bettered by wicked and unreasonable men who seek only to enrich themselves. We're gonna decree and declare that God himself, according to the scriptures in Job 5 verse 12 and 13, will ruin the plans of those who try to trick others. We're going to decree that their plans have no success and that these men and women who are hidden within the hierarchy of the security agents and military personnel who only seek to destabilize the intelligence of nation by exposing the identities of these covert operatives, we're going to decree and declare that God himself catches them in their wise and their so-called clever traps and that their plans to betray others are swept away by the spirit of God himself. Esteemed family, we're also gonna be praying and thanking God for the abating waters of the flood. We're gonna thank God for sending his wind to blow over the waters and that today Nigeria is out of the flood, so are other nations of the world. Esteemed family, wherever you are right now, kindly unmute your mic and beginning to seek fervently for the military bodies and personnel of nations of the world and also thanking for the receding waters of the flood. Malabo Shirabajunte Yikatama Thank 
Oh, thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, loving Father, for the military bodies and security agencies of the world. Father, we thank you, O oh God because you have ruined the plans of the clever wicked and exposed their works of darkness for the wickedness it is. Father, oh God, we thank you because you have ensnared these men and women who trade and profit from the military and security intelligence of nations in the very traps that they have prepared for others. Father, we thank you, oh God, because by your spirit, you have protected men and security agents and military personnel who are in the forefront of conflict areas and war zones. Father, oh God, we thank you, oh God, because you have protected their work of peace, oh God. Father, we thank you, oh God, because you have protected the security of nations, oh God, and have not allowed evil, oh God, to, de to destabilize the security of nations. Father, we thank you. Thank you, oh God, that by your spirit, you have quenched every cyber threat, every proliferation of nuclear weapon, and we Weapons of mass destruction. Father, oh God, we decree today in the name of Jesus. Peace, peace upon the security agencies and secure and, and military personnel of nations of the world. Father, oh God. Today, in the name of Jesus, we decree, O oh God, no more hacking, no more attacks on security and military outfits, but the power of the Holy Ghost. Father, we thank you and we rejoice, O oh God, because we know that nations are safe. For you are the one who is watching over them. Father, we thank you, O oh God, for the abiding waters of the flood. We are grateful, everlasting King of glory, because you have caused your wind to blow over the waters of the flood. And today, Nigeria is out of water. In the name of Jesus, nations of the world, they are out of the flood. In the name of Jesus, and no more. Will this affliction arise again? Father, we thank you. Thank you, King of glory, for you are the one who takes pleasure in answering our prayers. Father, oh God, we give you praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, dear esteemed family, for joining in today's first intercessory prayer for the military bodies and security agencies of nations of the world. God bless you all. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take this first session of intercessory prayer. God bless you so much, Ma. I love you. And now I'll hand over to dear esteemed Sister Tina, who will be taking us in the prayers for the nations of the world. God bless you, Ma. Over to you, dear esteemed Sister Tina. I love you so much. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, listening for me, depending on wherever you are connected from. First of all, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank Esteem Amarakuma for this opportunity leading this session of intercession prayers. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you, and I love you so dear. Thank you so much, Esteem Sister Kelvin Harris, Ma. I love you too. God bless you. Esteem family, today we'll be praying for the nation of Northern Ireland. The Northern Ireland is a part of the United Kingdom, situated in the northeast of the island of Ireland, that is variously described as a country, province, or region. Northern Ireland shares a border to the south and the west with the Republic of Ireland. So we're praying for all those who occupy the various leadership positions. From the Secretary of State, the Right Honorable Chris Harris, to any other person who occupies a leadership position in Northern Ireland, who pray and thank God for all those people, who pray that salvation is poured upon their hearts, that through them, the will of God, the righteousness of God prevails in Northern Ireland. We pray for the economy of Northern Ireland, esteemed family. We declare righteousness, prosperity, peace with prosperity upon the economy of Northern Ireland. We come against inflation, depreciation, high cost of goods and services. We pray against any law that puts the people in oppression, any law that prohibits the spread of the gospel in Northern Ireland, any law that encourages immorality of any form in Northern Ireland will come against such laws and such lawmakers. We pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in Northern Ireland, all Christ Embassy churches and all other churches in Northern Ireland. That's in the ministers of the gospel in situated in the country. And they are courageous, bringing many into the kingdom of God. We pray and saturate every street, every home, every corner of Northern Ireland. With the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, with networking the country, with the rhapsody of realities, with the healing school magazine, with Pastor Chris's messages, and also the gospel of truth. Esteemed family, depend on wherever you are connected from, can you unmute your mic and intercede fervently for Northern Ireland? Pashikitia. <laughs> 
Father, we pray and we thank you for all men in Northern Ireland. We pray for the Secretary of State, the right honorable Chris, and using him as a point of contact, we pray for all those in authority in Northern Ireland, anyone who occupies any leadership position in the country. Father, we ask that you pour out your spirit of salvation upon them, bringing many to salvation and to the knowledge of the truth. All leaders in Northern Ireland, oh Lord, they are captured for Jesus Christ. Their souls are receiving the gospel. Their hearts are ready. Our fertile grounds for the gospel. Father, let your kingdom come upon Northern Ireland. The name of Jesus is named and glorified in the country. The people lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we rebuke and restrain every force of evil in Northern Ireland. And we rebuke you, evil spirits of anarchy, violence, deception, and war. In the name of Jesus, we cut off Satan and his cohorts of demons from Northern Ireland and we bring in the ministry of angels, the kingdom of God is come upon Northern Ireland and the will of God is daily and continually done in that country. Good triumph over evil in Northern Ireland and righteousness prevails in the country. Lord, you love Northern Ireland like all other nations and you plan good for all men. You fill Northern Ireland with your goodness but evil men who have kept the economies of nations for their evil and selfish purposes. They want to hijack the economy of Northern Ireland. Heavenly Father, we come against such men in the mighty name of Jesus. We diminish their resources and influence in the mighty name of Jesus. Such men proceed no further. We stop them. We stop them in the mighty name of Jesus. We stop them from influencing the economy of Northern Ireland in the mighty name of Jesus. The economy of Northern Ireland is prospering. We bring down prosperity, peace with prosperity upon the economy of Northern Ireland. We come against inflation, depreciation, high cost of goods and services in Northern Ireland. We cut off these people. We cut off their influence and power to control Northern Ireland in any facet of life. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we rebuke and restrain. We cancel any evil and unjust law that has been passed, that they are planning to pass in Northern Ireland. Laws that lead to oppression. Laws that hijack the people. Laws that prohibits the spread of the gospel. We come against such laws in the mighty name of Jesus. Only laws that are for the benefits of the people in consistency with the righteousness of God. Only such laws stand in Northern Ireland. Any draconian law, any COVID-19 fiasco law, we come against such laws in Jesus' name. The eyes of the people are open to the deception on the world. Lepa Shakata. 
Shalaba. We pray for all those who are sick in Northern Ireland. We receive grace and mercy on their behalf. Even now, the healing streams of God spread all over their bodies. They receive healing, healing in their legs, healing in their hands, healing in their feet. There is no sick person in Northern Ireland anymore. Heavenly Father, we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in Northern Ireland. We pray for the ministers of the gospel, the Christians, they lead and missionaries that have been stationed in Northern Ireland. That even now they are strong in faith, giving glory to God. They are filled with the wisdom and knowledge of God. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding, they are bold and fearless, preaching the gospel and bringing many in Northern Ireland to the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God. We pray for the youth in Northern Ireland, that indeed they are in this their youthful age, they are serving God fervently. They are serving God fervently. That they do not indulge in immorality, in bad vices. The youth in Northern Ireland, they are preaching the gospel like never before. All the leaders in Northern Ireland, they are saved. They are saved. There's even now, there's no one who is an unbeliever in Northern Ireland. We have captured the soul of the country and the people for Jesus Christ. Northern Ireland belongs to Jesus and we refuse to hand over that country to Satan. We refuse to hand over the country to the influence of demons and evil and wicked men and women. We enforce the will of God in Northern Ireland and righteousness prevails in that country. We network every street, every public place, every home in Northern Ireland with the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, with a rhapsody of realities in their languages, with a healing school magazine, with Pastor Chris's messages. Northern Ireland belongs to Jesus. It belongs to Jesus and we enforce the will of God in that country. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for an answered prayer. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Once again, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank Esteem Amarakma for this opportunity leading this session of intercessory prayers. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you. And I love you so dearly. I also want to thank Esteem Pastor Deborah Ma for this opportunity. Thank you so much, Esteem Sister Kelvin Erisma, for leading us to pray for the security and military agencies of the various nations of the world. Thank you, Ma. God bless you. I love you so much. Esteem family, thank each and every one of you for availing yourselves once again to succeed for the nations using the country of Northern Ireland as a point of contact. God bless each and every one of you for daily watering the nations with the righteousness of God. Thank you. God bless each and every one of you. And I love you all so dearly. So we'll move to our worship and praise segment before our rhapsody review. And I'll be handing over to esteemed Sister Grace Ma or Sister Harriet Ma to lead us in our worship and praise segment. Thank you, family. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Tina. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Hallelujah. Welcome to a beautiful time of fellowship. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Oh, Father, we worship and adore your name this morning. Oh, Lord, we love you because you first loved us. Oh, Bariko Sakina Mandesikrakuskinanaha. Father, we bless you, O God, from the depths of our hearts. We appreciate you for all you have been to us, all you have done for us. Oh, Father, we appreciate you for many more you are doing in our lives. Thank you, Father. May our worship, O God, be sanctified by the Holy Spirit and acceptable by you. In Jesus' name, glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What a joy it is to serve you. You took my place and made me your glory. What an honor it is to call you, Lord. You alone can raise and raise kings and kingdoms. You have never lost a battle, no. You were Lord Commander of the angel armies. You told us to use your name, Lord, for nothing changes your name. But your name changes everything. This is the confidence we have in you, your name is holy. Lord of my life, I serve you holy. Your word is truth and the only. Yes, we declare you are Lord over all. Your name is holy. Lord of our lives, we serve you holy. Your word is truth and the only. Yes, we declare you are Lord over all. Lord over all. Mm -hmm. Hey, what a blessed it is to love you. You said in your word, all things are working together for me. How can men try to overthrow you, Lord God? When heaven's your throne and the earth is your footstool, 
You have never lost a battle. You're the Lord commander of the angel armies. You told us to use your name, Lord, but nothing changes your name. Well, your name changes everything. This is the confidence we have in you, your name is holy. Lord of my life, I serve you holy. Your word is truth and the only. Yes, we declare you are Lord over all. Your name is holy. Lord of my life, I serve you holy. Your word and the only. Yes, we declare you are Lord over all. Hallelujah. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit of God. Thank you for the privilege to worship. Thank you for the privilege to be able to guide. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mantele Gretis. Em Suto Kobashana Fali Kavayado Kobsakaya. Rivash Antapala Kos. Matikava Sonte Ile Gretiske. Eresushke Endolo Kosahatila Kavaya. Rapa Baba Baba Baya. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Today is a good day. Today is a good day. Today is a good day. No evil planned by the devil will come to fruition. Safety is of the Lord, and we are safe in Christ. For the name of Christ is a strong toy. He said, The righteous run it into it and is safe. We we're born in that name. We reside in that name. We are named by that name. So safety is ours. Safety is ours today. In our going out and in our coming in, we will not be victims of our own errors. In the name of the Lord Jesus, every member of inspired by the word is safe, safe from harm, sheltered from wicked and unreasonable men. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We know that there's power in our words. So as we have declared, so it is. Everyone connected, say, I, I walk through today safe, delivered from wicked and unreasonable men, safe in God's arms and sheltered from harm in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
I'm going to just jump into the Rhapsody for today. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Harriet. Thank you for leading us in that time of worship. And I want to thank Sister Kelvin Harris and um, Sister Tina for the time of intercession. I did say that the devotion going forward is going to be an hour because of the ongoing IPPC. So we're going to literally like be very conscious of time and run through the different sessions, praise God. <clears throat> I don't see the Rhapsody of Realities on the screen. I don't want to have to mention this again. Unity of the body is the title of today's devotional article. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. And all co-hosts will be held responsible. If the Rhapsody is not on the screen, I would not take it that the person that is supposed to share it is not sharing. I will hold all co-hosts responsible. Else I would, I would seize all the co-host rights. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. Ephesians 3, 13. There's a stronger unity among God's people today than at any time in history. For instance, earlier this year, during our global ministers classroom, we had over 70 million ministers of the gospel from around the world who participated online. And it was a great blessing through the Holy Ghost. It's the same with our global day of prayer, with several billions of God's people in every nation and territory of the world praying together to establish the will and purpose of Christ in the earth. Hallelujah. There are two powerful forces that bind us together. Number one is the word of God, the power of God's word that unites, <clears throat> excuse me, the power of God's word that unites our hearts. The second force is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. These two bring us strongly together all around the world today. Of course, I know that many of us have different ministry backgrounds and different trainings, but there are major things that we do agree on, that we do agree on, that far more outweighs whatever differences we may have at a particular time. Praise God. I said at, a part, at any particular time, because given enough time, several of us will come to the same conclusions, especially when we have the same information. And that's something that the Lord wants to see. Ephesians 4, 11 to 12 says, and he gives some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. What's his purpose for the equipping of the church? The next verse shows us till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. This will bring about the unity of the body of Christ. Amen. The Bible shows us that our oneness will be a sign to the world that God sent Jesus. You find that in John 17, 21. And in these final moments of the church, oh, hallelujah, God's people are going to come together in unity for an amazing impact for the Lord, more than this world has ever known. Praise God. <clears throat> you know, um, there's a lot to share from today's devotional article, but one thing I want to bring to your consciousness, can we leave the, the Rhapsody of Realities on the screen? One thing I want to bring to our consciousness is the fact that this unity, God would do it by his spirit using people. You see, there's so much that needs to be done in these last days, and it is the reason God is training us. In different places, God is training people. But you see, 
I've learned from a man of God, Pastor Chris, not to think that God has another people that would do it. When we intercede for the nation in this place, every day we have a particular nation that we are interceding for. I don't know how many of you take it seriously or how many of you are sleeping through that session. How many of you take time to call the nation by name and intercede? We are praying for the whole world as a ministry, but in this place we are specific. While we pray for the whole world, we take a nation every day. We started on the 2nd of May and by December 30th, actually, we would have covered the 244 known nations and, and, and territories. God asked us to do it. I don't know if there's anybody else doing it. You have to do what God asks you to do as though there's nobody else. The, the mindset that there's somebody else doing it is a problem. And this is why God cannot use many people. This training that God is giving us is inspired by the word. Hey, yesterday I was interceding for certain people in inspired by the word because God told me he wanted to replace them. I will not call names. But you see, if you don't take the thing seriously, some of you will not make, oh, kararabu sakabai. Let me not make it, let me not make the proclamation. I'm just saying that you have to wake up to what we are doing here. If, if, if this place, if you're not okay with what we're doing in this place, it's okay. It's okay. Nobody, no, nobody had a gun put to their head and asked to stay here. If you, if you are here, by now you should understand why you are here. This is not a church. This is a daily devotion. The question is, do you need it in your life? Do you need the daily fellowship? Do you need the things that we do here? Are you supposed to do these things as a Christian, whether you are connected here or not? Many of you were not doing it until you came here. This place gave you consistency. This place gave you an opportunity to, to know that there's something that is parity. Many of you can attest to the fact that you were not putting the word of God first place in your life until you came to inspired by the word. If you then joke with it, what, what other solution can God bring to you? I don't know if you get it. And that's what God is saying. I've tried different things in your life. This, 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 I've made it so easy for you. I, I've done so much, but you are not taking it seriously. What else do you want me to do? This is how the spirit of God is communicating. If you're still joking with your responsibilities inspired by the word as co-host, there's a problem. If I have to correct a matter again and again, there's a problem. And if you're a member of Inspired by the Word, you join today. You, one week you will not join. I, anyways, it's your life. The year is ending. Where you're here, how much progress have you made? Some of you are still, you are still facing depression because you connect here and you sleep through the devotion. That is why you still have depression. If anybody is still having depression and inspired by the world and you are not a new member, it is, you are the problem. You are the problem. If you still have issues with mental, psychological issues, you are still, you are still finding yourself in places where you, you, you don't know what's happening to your mind. You are the problem. The circumstances, of, the circumstances of life is not the problem. You are the problem. Because in this place, God has given us every training to conquer our minds. This um, um, power of the mind that we reviewed just um, during the 30 days of supernatural blessings, if you did it, if you did it, if you read the book and you took notes, I can, I see, I stand by heaven. 
and I stand by God's name who is faithful. Because see, God doesn't tell us to do things that he did not plan to, pro to profit us. He doesn't. If after studying, if you still have depression, you did not study the book one or two, you did not take notes. When God told us to take notes, August and September, many of you have been inspired by the word for more than one year. Did you not see the difference in your life? The things that the Lord was telling me yesterday, I don't want to say them so that they don't become a proclamation because I understand the power of words. But you better sit up if you want to remain in this place. I'm not the one that will chase you. But your actions might take you away. You might get to a period where you are upset with us so much that you will stop connecting. And you will not know that it's the devil that is at work because you feel that Stamaka is always maybe shouting. It's fine. If the shouting has not profited you, then don't join tomorrow. I'm going to hand over to esteemed pastor in you. If you could know how serious God takes inspired by the word, if you know, if you know how, oh, Kalabashataya, may the Lord open your eyes to know what the Lord is raising you for in this place. There is not one member in this house that is not being raised for something in the last days. Mark my words. There is not one, not one. Not one, not one. May the Lord open your eyes to see why he brought you here. Because if you think that a friend invited you here, it's the reason why you are here. You lie. Pastor Onye, please take over. Thank you, Ma, for the opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Depending on where you are connecting from, Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for the Rhapsody of Reality segment. We are going over to the I, I, I want to say something, and I want to comment. Oh, they have a, um, most of the co-hosts are doing very amazing. But I'm led to comment, Pastor Oyinye. Many of you are not aware. She works directly for the planning of IPPC and LFME. During the 30 days of supernatural blessing, she had so overworked her body that she was admitted in the hospital. But she was connecting here every day. Many of you did not know. Commitment to something that God commits to your trust. Ah, may God open your eyes to see. Even in the hospital, I was correcting her about certain things and she was humble enough to make the adjustments. I didn't even know she was in the hospital. She was placed on bed rest, not because she was sick, but she had pushed her body to the limits. We show up here every day, you think that it, 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 it's always convenient? No, it's not. And I'm not saying it's convenient for all of the co-hosts. But you see, there are things that matter to God. There are things that matter to God. Job said, even if he slays me, yet will I serve him. You face one little challenge, you are off. You are being depressed, so what? I will not tolerate depression in this house anymore. You cannot tell me you are depressed. Except you are a new member, then you have not learned the way out of depression. But if you have been here by now, there are certain things that should not be a part of your life. Addictions, negative addictions should be a zero. It should not be part of your life. Depression should not be part of your life. If you are still facing it, you are the problem. And I'm telling you so that you can check your life. Pastor said, learn to review your success. Success is measured in different phases in life. Review your life and check where you are at. It's easy for us to blame God every time. God do it for me, God do it for you. He has done everything. 
He's telling you now, he's training you now to enter into your inheritance. He's training you now to seize what belongs to you. And you are joking with the training. Let's see how long it lasts you. Over to you, esteemed Pastor Onye. We are going over to the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. First Corinthians 12, 12. For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, and one body, so also is Christ. John 17, 20. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Praise, praise the Lord. Let's take the confession together. Loving Father, I pray for the good, development, unity and progress of the body of Christ around the world. Stand in one spirit, with one mind, and strive together for the faith of the gospel. Fulfilling your vision of singleness, of purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are in the book of, we're still in the book of Hebrews, chapter 12. Caption, the great cloud of witnesses. As for us, we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into. Then we'll be able to run life marathon race with passion and determination. But the path has been already marked out before us. We look away from the natural realm and we focus our attention and expectation onto Jesus, who bettered faith within us and who led us forward into faith perfection. This example is this, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his. He endured the agony of the cross and conquered his emulation, and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. So consider carefully how Jesus faced such intense opposition from sinners who opposed their own souls, so that you won't become worn down and cave in under life's pressures. After all, you have not yet reached the point of sweating blood in your opposition to sin and have forgotten his encouraging words spoken to you as his children. He said, my child, don't underestimate the value of the discipline and training of the Lord God or get depressed when he has to correct you. For the Lord's training, of your life is the evidence of his faithful love. And when he draws you to himself, it proves you are his delightful child. Seven, fully embrace God's correction as part of your training, for he's doing what any loving father does for his children. 
but who has ever heard of a child who never had to be corrected? We all should welcome God's discipline as a validation of authentic sonship. For if we have never once endured his correction, it only proves we are strangers and not sons. And isn't it true that we respect our earthly fathers even though they correct and disciplined us? Then we should demonstrate an even greater respect for God, our spiritual father, as we submit to his life-giving discipline. Our parents corrected us for the short time of our childhood as it seemed good to them. God corrects us throughout our lives for our own good, giving us an invitation to share his holiness. Now, all discipline seems to be painful at the time, yet later it will produce a transformation of character, bringing a harvest of righteousness and peace to those who yield it, who yield to it. 12. So, be made strong even in your weakness by lifting up your tired hands in prayer and worship and strengthening your weak knees. For as you keep walking forward on God's paths, all your stumbling ways will be definitely healed. Just a moment, please. Okay. I'll take the last part again. That's chapter 10, part N, verse 13. For as you keep walking, forward on God's paths, all your stumbling ways will definitely be healed. Praise the Lord. That's the last uh, verse for today. Please come to the end of today's session. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Inye. Okay, so some of you have noticed that Brother John hasn't been here um, for, for some time. He welcomed his baby girl yesterday. So we have a new baby born yesterday. So for the time that he's likely away because he's been with his wife at the hospital, um, Brother Emmanuel will be standing in for him. So reach out to Brother John, send your congratulations. God bless you. Over to you, Brother Emmanuel. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connecting from. Thank you, esteemed Sister Matama, for this great opportunity. Thank you, esteemed Pastor here for the Old Testament, for the New Testament read. And thank you, esteemed Brother Martins, for sharing the scripture on the screen. I would just like to comment before I get to start reading that I am, I am truly grateful Ma, for being part of Inspired by the Word. It's just so amazing how the New Testament read was in alignment with the rebuke and corrections which you were giving, how we are being corrected for God's glory and its training. Thank you so much, Ma. So today we are going to be reading the book of Ezekiel chapters 11 and 12 as the Old Testament read. Ezekiel chapter 11. Then the Spirit lifted me and brought me over to the east gate of the temple where I saw 25 of the most prominent men of the city, including two officers, Dezaniah, son of Azur, and Eletiah, son of Benaniah. Then the Spirit said to me, Son of God, these are the men who are responsible for all the wicked counsel given out in this city. But they say to the people, It is time to rebuild Jerusalem, for our city is an iron shield and will protect us from all harm. Therefore, Son of God, prophesy against them loudly and clearly. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon me and told me to say, 
the Lord says to the people of Israel, is that what you are saying? Yes, I know it is, for I know everything you think. Every thought that comes into your mind, you have murdered endlessly and filled your streets with the dead. Therefore, the Lord God says, you think it's city, you think this city is an iron shield. No, it isn't. It will not protect you. Your slain will lie within you, but you will be dragged out and slaughtered. I will expose you to the war you have so greatly feared, says the Lord God. And I will take you from Jerusalem and hand you over to foreigners who will carry out my judgments against you. You will be slaughtered all the way to the borders of Israel, and you will know I am the Lord. No, this city will not be an iron shield for you, and you and you safe within. I will chase you even to the borders of Israel, and you will know I am the Lord. You know, you who have not obeyed me, but rather have copied the nations all around you. While I was still speaking and telling them this, Pelatiah, son of Benaiah, suddenly died. Wow. Then I fell to the ground on my face and cried out, O oh Lord God, are you going to kill everyone in all Israel? Again, a message came from the Lord. Son of dust, the remnants left in, in Jerusalem are seen about your brother, your brother exiles. It is because they were so wicked that the Lord has deported them. Now the Lord has given us their land. But tell the exiles that the Lord God says, Although I have scattered you in the countries of the world, yet I will be a sanctuary to you for the time that you are there. And I will gather you back from the nations where you are scattered and give you the land Israel again over to God. Verse 18. And when you return, you will remove every trace of all this idol worship. I will give you one heart and a new spirit. I will take from you your heart of stone and give you tender hearts of love for God so that you can obey my laws and be my people and I will be your God. Oh, glory to God. The unfailing love of God. <laughs> this is amazing. Verse 21. But as for those now in Jerusalem who long for idols, I will repay them fully for their sins. The Lord God says, Then the guardian angels lifted their wings and rose into the air with their wheels beside them, and the glory of God of Israel stood above them. Then the glory of the Lord rose from over the city and stood above the mountain on the east side. Afterwards, the Spirit of God carried me back again to Babylon, to the Jews in exile in exile there, and so ended the vision of my visit to Jerusalem. And I told the exiles everything the Lord had shown me. Chapter 12. Again, a message came to me from the Lord. Son of God, he said, you, you live among rebels who could know the truth if they wanted to, but they don't want to. They could hear me if they, could, if they would listen but they wounds for they are rebels. So now put on a demonstration to show them what being exiled would be like. Pack whatever you can carry on your back and leave your home. Go somewhere else. Go in the daylight so they can see you. Or perhaps even yet they will consider what this means. 
even though they are spot rebel. Bring your baggage outside your house during the daylight so they can watch. Then leave the house at night, just as captives do when they begin their long march to distant land. Dig a tunnel through the city wall while they are observing and carry your possessions out through the hole. As they watch, lift your pack to your shoulders and walk away into the night. Muffle your face down, muffle your face and don't gaze around. All this is a sign to the people of Israel of the evil that will come upon Jerusalem. So I did as I was told. I brought my pack outside in daylight, all I could take into exile. And in the evening, I dug through the wall with my hands. I went out into the darkness with my pack on my shoulder while the people looked on. The next morning, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of dust, these rebels, the people of Israel, have asked what all this means. Tell them the Lord God says it is a message to King Zedekiah in Jerusalem and to all the people of Israel. Explain that what you did was a demonstration of what is going to happen to them. For they shall be driven out of their homes and sent away into exile. Even King Zedekiah shall go out at night through a hole in the wall, taking only what he can carry with him with muffled face, for he won't be able to see. I will capture him in, the, in my net and bring him to Babylon, the land of Ch the Chaldeans. But he shall not see, and he shall die there. I will scatter his servants and guards to the four winds and send the sword after them. And when I scatter them among the nations, then they shall know I am the Lord. But I will spare few of them from death by war and famine and disease. I will save them to confess to the nations how wicked they have been, and they shall know I am the Lord. Then this message came to me from the Lord. Son of dust, tremble as you eat your meal. Ration out your water as though it were your last, and say to the people, the Lord God says that the people of Israel and Jerusalem shall ration their food with utmost care and steep their tiny portions of water in utter despair because of all their sins. Your cities shall be destroyed and your farmlands deserted, and you shall know I am the Lord. Again, a message came to me from the Lord. Son of dust, what is that proverb they quote in Israel? The days as they pass make liars out of every prophet. The Lord God says, I will put an end to this proverb, and they will soon stop saying it. Give them this one instead. The time has come for all these prophecies to be fulfilled. The time has come for all the prophecies to be fulfilled in our lives. Not this one, but the ones who've been receiving inspired by the word. Glory to God. The verse 24. Then you will see what becomes of all the false predictions of safety and security for Jerusalem. For I am the Lord. What I threaten always happens. There will be no more delays. O rebels of Israel, I will do it in your own lifetime, says the Lord God. Then this message came. Son of dust, the people of Israel say, his visions won't come true for a long, long time. Therefore say to them, the Lord God says, all delay has ended. I will do it now. Just to comment, this is what the Lord God has said to us. 
not we're not the people of Israel, but the Lord has said that all delay has ended. He will do it now for all the prophecies we receive, for everything that he has said concerning us. Oh, glory to God. I'd like to thank the esteemed brother John for this opportunity to take the Old Testament read and congratulations to you, sir, for the coming of your baby girl. I'll now hand over to the esteemed brother Martins for the communion segment and the affirmation. Thank you, esteemed sir. Thank you so much, esteemed brother Emmanuel. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Firstly, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Tamaka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the affirmation as well as the communion. On the screen, you find the affirmation today. And the affirmation, the, our team scripture is taken from the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 16. It says, Now may the Lord of peace himself continually grant you peace in every circumstance. The Lord be with you all. Now may the Lord of peace himself continually grant you peace in every circumstance. The Lord be with you all. And this morning we will declare, it's on the screen. You open your mouth and make this declaration this morning. I speak peace to the nations of the world. I speak peace to my city, Lagos. I speak peace to my family, every member of my family, my dad, my mom, my siblings, my nephews, my nieces. I speak peace to their life. I speak peace to my uncles, my aunts, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I speak peace. I speak peace into my life. I speak peace into my job. I speak peace into my business. I speak peace to my friends and loved ones. I speak peace to them even this day. In the name of the Lord Jesus, peace be unto you now. Peace. Peace from God. Peace. I declare peace. I declare the peace of God upon them today. Continued peace. Continued joy and continued prosperity. Everything I lay my hands to do, Mount Alabaya, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, everything I lay my hands to do prospers. Great peace is at work in me and in all that concerns me. Great peace is at work in me and in all that concerns me. I am full of peace. Yes, I am full of love and of joy by the power of the Holy Ghost. Super Kasekte Kilebradovskia. Oh, John chapter 16, verse 33, KJV. says, these things have I spoken unto you that you might have peace. In the world, you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. First John chapter 5, verse 5, KJV. So who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And now you will declare, in the... In the midst of turbulence, of chaos and troubles around the world, I speak blessings, I speak peace, I speak joy, and I dispatch angels now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Peace all around me. Everywhere I am, there is peace. I speak for joy. I speak for safety. I speak for happiness. Oh, there is peace in my life. The air I breathe is blessed. Everywhere around me is blessed. 
Everything I come in contact with is blessed. I speak blessings. I speak peace. I speak safety. I speak joy. Everywhere I am, blessings, blessings. By the power of the Holy Ghost, blessings, blessings. In the name of the Lord Jesus, blessings, blessings. Glory to God forevermore. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Blessings, blessings. Ragaba shakatalabade. Nele great do so break lang gratista. Oh, first Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Praise God. At this point, we'll be going into the communion segment. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I've received of the Lord as which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed to bread. And when he had given thanks, he break it and said, Take it. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Blessings, blessings. All around us, blessings, blessings. Peace, peace. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we speak peace this day. And peace is established in our lives. In the lives of our loved ones. In our businesses. In our jobs. Everywhere we go. Peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he has served, saying, this cup is in New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant. As we take this cup, we decree peace. 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 In the lives of every child, represented in this place peace in the name of the lord jesus christ we speak peace and safety in families in the name of the lord jesus thank you father go ahead and take the cup now oh so glory to god forevermore once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. Thank you so much, Ma, for the amazing job you do every day. And thank you for the rebuke. Ma Martins, please take the celebrants. I need to round up this meeting now. Okay, Ma, we'll do that. Thank you so much for everything you do for us. We are eternally grateful, Ma. Thank you so much. At this point, I'll kindly ask if there was anyone whose birthday is today. Today is your birthday, your wedding anniversary. There is something you are celebrating today. Please quickly come to the chat room. Tell us why this you're celebrating. And if today is your first time of joining us on this global platform, please come to the chat room. Tell us your name, where you connected from, and who invited you. Praise God. Praise God. From Nomsa, he says today is the birthday of our esteemed regional pastor, Pastor Ose Oyakilome. Happy birthday to your esteemed regional pastor. And happy birthday to the esteemed Pastor Ose, who is also the director of Love World Networks. Happy birthday to you, Ma. Any other birthday, birthdays, 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 birthdays. Are you joining us today for the first time? Please quickly come to the chat room. Tell us what it is. Tell us where you're connected from and who invited you. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Today is my uncle's birthday, 50th birthday, Dikin Chikioka. For happy birthday to your uncle. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Saka Bondo Kovrakate Boshanda Labrade. Zeke Bosata Labrade Boshiga Bragabondo Kovrakate Boshanda. Thank you so much, esteemed brother Martins. I'll take it up from there. 
Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for all the celebrants using the highly esteemed Pastor Ose as a point of contact. We thank you because their desires are granted them. Beyond their widest dreams, their highest prayers, desires, hopes are granted them, Lord. This new year will be everything for them that year when everything happened for them in the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you for the gift that the highly esteemed pastor also is to the ministry, to the increase of her greatness, her influence, and her great works in the ministry. There shall be no end in Jesus' precious name. Amen. I'd like to pray over the tithes. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Father, we thank you for the opportunity to bring food today again. We offer our thanks by the Spirit and we declare that the Spirit of God sanctifies and makes this tithe acceptable unto you as your food, a meal loved and enjoyed by you. And we receive in return the blessings of the tithe in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. We have said that um, the meetings would be one hour going forward and we want it to be that way. There are those who need to get ready and show up at meetings during IPPC. So I'd like us to unmute our mics at this moment and share the benediction. Just a second, please. So um, it's amazing how that the Bible reading today still talked about correction. You need to understand that many young people, many young people grew up in homes where it's either their parents didn't know how to, a lot of parents in this age and in this time, with all respect for all parents, but a lot of parents don't know how to raise children God's way. So many of us grew up in homes where we were not raised the right way. Many of us. Then many of us didn't grow up with our parents. I want to tell you something. I was 17 years old when my dad passed on. And as at that time, I wasn't with my mom. So at 17, I'd entered school and I was alone. I was not in school and I had parents looking out for me. I was alone. I had started life alone as a 17-year-old. But God gave me wisdom. While in school, I had a rented apartment. I moved in to live with my pastor, Pastor Freedom Wealth Area, but the Martins knows him very well. I had a rented apartment, but I submitted myself to fatherhood because I, had I was a 17 year old without a father. There is a reason God, God, it takes a woman and a man to bring a child into the world. And you see many fathers live raising children to the mothers. They feel that their responsibility is to make money and the, ch the, the children should be raised by mothers. It's an error that has, look at the world of young people that we have. Very wayward, very irresponsible, very disrespectful. Name all the things about young people in the world. If many of us did not miss Pastor Chris, we would have been, we, we, don't, we, we know where our lives would have been. So you need to understand that there are many things you picked up. And one of it is if you easily get offended when corrected, there's a problem already. 
Because you are not looking at the, at the content of the correction. You are looking at how the person is giving the correction. So at 17, God gave me wisdom to submit myself to fatherhood. While I was with Pastor Freedom, he got married. Then I got my first mother. From there, I was in their house when Pastor, the, the late Pastor Doni Ikoku came there. She, I, 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 they had come for Pastor Joy's, um, highly esteemed Pastor Joy, McKenna's birthday. Then she was still in Benin. They came and back then in the house, myself and Pastor Rebecca, we, um, I basically, and I had other help, but I, I ran the kitchen to some extent. So I, I, I cooked and I, I was the one who served them. And then Pastor Doyin saw me and she was like, I like this lady that please, she found that she now found out that I just graduated and she started asking Pastor Freedom and Pastor Rebecca at the time that can, can I come to Lagos? That she wants somebody who would not only work with her, but who would live with her and help her take care of her, her, her son, her son. She had two sons at the, at, at the time. This was 25th of April. That's the day of Pastor Joy's birthday. By May, May, May 12th, I think it was on my birthday, May 10th. Pastor Freedom and Pastor Rebecca called me and said, you have to go to Lagos. And I remember them telling me, Pastor Rebecca specifically, I'm telling you this thing because you are family and I'm on record, so I'm not, I'm not lying. Pastor Rebecca told me, she said, I don't give everybody a staff, but this person is a mother. And you see, it, 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 meant, it meant a lot to me because this was God answering the cry of my heart to never be without parenting. So I moved to Lagos. My birthday was on the 10th of May. On the 12th of May, I remember going to Kaduna to go and see my mom. I hadn't really been home. You know, my dad passed on. I went into school. I wasn't really going home. And then, so I went to greet my mom and told her that, oh, I'm relocating to Lagos to work. This was 12th of May. By 17th of May, I resumed in Lagos. And that was how I started working and living with Pastor Doing. Many of the things I am today, I learned from that woman. When she passed on, I had the opportunity, she, she was in the US, and I had the opportunity to organize her service of song here in Lagos. Her siblings are in Lagos. I was the one that was chosen to organize it. When I was putting together her tributes, all the testimonies of people about her, I felt like I was reading my own life's testimony. It was then I realized how much I had allowed myself to be trained. There are those of you here who know me. My life has not been a normal life. Recently, I got some of, some of, my, some of my things that I had left somewhere and I was going through my awards and so many things. In the Haven, I joined the Haven in 2016, February precisely. By 30th April, it was an all night. I was ordained a cell leader. At the end of that year, my cell won awards in my own zonal church. Then Pastor Diola Phillips was my church, was our church pastor and zonal pastor. We won an award in our zonal church as the top 25 cells. I'm seeing the awards. I just saw them and God was reminding me many things. That same year, in the heaven zone that we were in, we won award as the top 10 cells. 
And then that year, I won an award as one of the, I, I, I'm trying to see if I can find the award, but the award was like the, um, um, it, it was for new, it was, it, it, the award read um, New Haven member. Something like most inspiring, one of the most inspiring New Haven member on a zonal basis. I'm not somebody that takes things lightly. If something is committed to my trust, my life is inside it. And God has made my life that way because I seize the opportunity for training. If you know Pastor Doin Ikoku, she was a woman of many giftings, many talents, and many blessings. And I understood Pastor Chris's words when he says that the blessing, the anointing that comes by service stays for life. The one that comes by laying of hands, it can go. See, I'm a product of service. From Pastor Doin's house, I gained Pastor Tony Ikoku as my father. He was, oh, dear Lord God. Till today, he's still my father. Pastor Freedom is still my father. From Pastor Tony's house, I, I, at some point I stopped working with Pastor Doing and then I had to move out. And then as though God did not want me to live alone again, that's how I moved to Pastor Goke Adebayo. You, many of you know him, Haven members. He was one of our Haven presidents. As at the time I moved to his house, he was Haven president. I know the things I learned there. I know the words that he spoke over my life. They are still working to you today. From Pasugoki's house, I moved out. And then now as I speak to you, and I'm not ashamed to say it, I live with Brother Kelly Lyon. As a single lady, I determined by, by choice not to live alone as a single lady. I want to be under authority. In this ministry, if, you, if, you, if, you, if, by, if by chance you think that Amarat is stubborn, Anybody that knows me knows that if you report me to Brother Kelly, the matter is solved. I look tough, but I listen. It's who does not know me that has a wrong impression about me. I listen and I submit to training. Many of you, as I'm talking, you, you, are, you are looking at your life. You are where you are today because you have not been trained. Then God now brought you to inspired by the word. And then look at the testimonies. Do you, do you, do you connect on Saturdays? Did you, do you hear the testimonies? And if you don't connect, do you go back to listen to the podcast? Because the testimonies are at the end of every Saturday's podcast. The testimonies are out of this world. The greatest testimony, the efficacy of the word of God in our spirits. This, for some of you, this is your only bus stop for training. And you know what I'm talking about. Many of you have been leaders, but you realized in this place that you were an untrained leader, despite all that you have been hearing. Because you were not taking the word of God that the man of God has been teaching us seriously. You learned taking the word of God seriously in this place. If you have been blessed, if your life has been transformed by being in this place, why should you now be offended that I bring you correction? I bring you words of righteousness, they, they make you better. I bring you words of inspiration, they make you better. Why, when I bring you word of correction, did you not read in 2 Timothy? And he talked about the word of God being for instruction in righteousness, for inspiration. There's correction in that verse now. Why do you take the instruction, take the um, inspiration, and then you don't want to take the correction? Why do you get offended at correction? Walk on your heart and make up your mind to make changes. 2022, let me tell you what's happening in the realm of the spirit. 
And by now, many of you know that if I say something, you have confirmed it that it's of God. What is happening in the realm of the spirit? There are times when you have the laxity of 15 years to come to maturity. God is patient and God will always be patient. But God is also in a hurry to get things done. And he needs people who understand the urgency of being raised and trained fast for what he needs to do so that he can use them. We have said we'll make Solomon look poor. Some people here still think that we are mad. Wait, is this the same ministry? Will you, you sit down and you'll be clapping for us when our names are being called. When you'll be hearing the works. And just so you people know, it is not everybody that is called out for, that give, that give, that is called out for award. There are people who give and they, they insist that their names should not be called out. So we are not, it's, it's not about the awards. Make up your mind on which side you want to be. Make up your mind. I've woken up. If I was sleeping before I've woken up, inspired by the word has changed my life. Me, it has changed my life. I don't joke with this house. And I would not accept anything short of excellence to our God. If this work be for our God, I would not accept it. I would not tolerate it. Call me hard. Call me anything you want to call me. It's my father's work and I will do it the way he, does, he wants it done. Not the way we, we feel it should be done. And I will not preach you the message the way you feel you want to hear it. I will preach you the word of God and the word of God only. The meeting has become longer than it's expected to be, but I've ended it. And I'm hoping that as we enter into a new ministry year, many things will change. Some of you, as I speak, God has pointed to you certain things that you should change. Some of you single ladies, you've been from one relationship to another and you are, you are complaining of not being, not being um, 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 able to resist, resist having sex in your relationship because God did not ask you to stay alone. You have not learned discipline and you want to live alone. Any single person that has not learned discipline and lives alone will live a wayward life as a Christian. Nobody, I don't think, these are not things we, they say on, on church altars. Except you are blessed with a cell leader who can come this detailed into matters of life. You have no business living alone. Even some of you single men, you start making money. The next thing you are thinking, I want to have my house, I want to marry. Are you really ready for marriage? Look at your life. Can you say that you have something to offer? Because marriage gives you your first opportunity for leadership. You are first a leader to your wife and then you become a leader to children. What have you learned? What do you know that you want to lead a woman? God carried his daughter, committed her to your trust. Was it worth it? Is it a worthy commitment? Is it a worthy transfer of leadership? Would you lead well? Can God trust you? God said of Abraham, I know my servant Abraham that he will teach his, his, his house to serve me. Can God say that of you? Or are you a parent that you can't even talk to your children? Your eight-year-old son misbehaves anyhow. You, do, you cannot even flog the child. You say, no, I want to raise my children. I don't want to be flogging them. You, you've not read in Proverbs that the rod of correction resets the brain of a child. Read books. I read books. I go for information. I have books about parenting. I have books about marriage. 
I have books about leadership. I read. Anybody in my circle knows that I do. There are times I'll buy five books, 10 books at a go. You think I don't have anything to do with money. I'm going for knowledge. I'm wise. If you read Proverbs, it talks about the excellency of knowledge. I go for knowledge. I want to know. Pastor says, be an erudite. An erudite knows little of everything. Then he's a master in his area. Some people say, there's no matter you bring to you before Sister Amaka that she cannot give you an answer. I'm an erudite. I follow Pastor Chris. And I go for knowledge in virtually anything. I have books. I, I, when I, I, I will take you people on health. And you are wondering if I'm a doctor. I have books about it. Sister Kevin Harris is here. Sometimes she's like, how do you get this information? She's coming to me. Please explain more. Meanwhile, she's supposed to be the one teaching me. I'm trying to tell you that I did not arrive here by chance. There's discipline, there's dedication to personal growth, spiritual and in all ramification. And if I find an area I'm lacking, I go to God in prayers and he sees my heart. He begins to show me what to do. I have a strong desire to stand out. I don't want to live an ordinary life. I don't want to. And you will have to come to that place else God cannot use you. Everybody God used. There was a strong desire to stand out. And I taught you that during 30 days of supernatural blessing. Abraham was not chosen randomly. David was not chosen randomly. Moses was not chosen randomly. I pointed you the connecting dots. God will not use you until there's a strong desire for that thing that you want. When he connects with his perfect will, then he can use you. If you want to stand out in this generation, we just have a few years before the rapture or weeks or months. But let's make an impact. Don't live an ordinary life. Open your eyes and see. Brothers and sisters, the privilege that we have here, I hope you don't take it lightly. Some of you are my senior and you know I respect you and you know I love you. But when I come into this office, I speak as God asks me to speak. And I speak with all sincerity of heart and from a place of love. I want you to be better. It's not because I want to shout at you. Don't you get it? I want you to have a better life. Why should I tell you the stories I tell you? Why should I even, okay, what is my business? If you live, if you, if you behave anyhow, not behave anyhow. You don't put food on my table. You don't pay me salary. So what is, what is really my business? Have you asked yourself? What is Amarak's business in that you even correct me? I don't have anything to gain. Is there any of you that said, oh, I will not show up in inspired by the word. You now heard that inspired by the word crashed. No. So what, is, what do I have to gain in all, the, all of these investments, all of these things that I keep saying? I don't have anything to gain. I just want a better life for you. I want a better life for you. Is that not, can you not see my heart? When you get offended and some of you will go, you report me to different people because you think that Amarak is, is, should, should be taken down. Amarak should be silenced. Well, I, I taught you during 30 days of blessing, right? They thought they could silence Jesus. But the death of Jesus brought about a resurrection that bettered billions of people around the world. And my father's daughter, take me anywhere and see if you can stop me. Brothers and sisters, We've come to the end of today's devotion. Let the corrections of the Lord be accepted from a heart that is humble and meek. And the adjustments that God has asked you to make, make them. 
Don't enter the new ministry year with certain baggages. Drop them as you go into IPPC, come out a new person. And as you go, look, let your spiritual eyes be open to see. Look through the breadth and length of Asheshe. We are going to build Asheshe. We are going to build every single thing that pastor wants in Asheshe. We will do it. We will do it. So see, as you go, attend this IBBC differently. As you see the land, as you see the, 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 the space, rejoice. Say, I was the one. I, I'm taking the northern area. I'm, I'm, I, oh, I will build the whole Asheshe city as one man. We will make Asheshe beautiful for our God and for a man of God. And so it will be in Jesus' precious name. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for the corrections of your spirit. We accept them with meekness, with humility of our hearts. We make the adjustment that you are asking of us. We will not give up on personal growth and development. We will continue to soar, to meet up to your expectations because we know that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. There is nothing that you ask us to do that is not for our benefit. You really do not gain anything from our lives. But you made us one with you. And you share everything that you have with us. We are most opportune, most privileged, and we are grateful to be raised and to be trained by you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Praise God. Thank you so much for your patience. I love you all so much. Please, let's omit us to share the benediction. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. My life, my life, my life.